Hi there, this is Amanda, the Emotional Strength Trainer. Thanks so much for hitting the go button on this week's recording. I hope you have been well since last week and everything is going along to plan for you. This week, I would like to talk to you about how we speak to our young people, what we teach our young people through our own stories and where to be wary of things. And as adults, going into awareness of the things that we are teaching our children through the things that we've been taught. So I had a huge aha last week uh, about one of the things that uh, I had spoken to one of my children late last year. And it's funny, this is how you know energy is clearing from your uh, system or your body when you're in a regime of personal development because when it's ready to be seen and healed it will show up so uh, and as an aware parent I was able to go back to my son and readdress the incident that happened and explain to him why I responded that way open and honest communication uh, he understood so going forward uh, we won't have any misunderstanding and he won't uh, have to adopt any uh, energy pressure or physical personal pressure as to what happened. So what happened? Uh, Backstory. Years and years ago, I have a very vivid memory of uh, picking up my dad's wallet one day and going through it and having a look at the papers and things and his cards. And this was back in the day where the driver's license was just a piece of paper. It wasn't uh, a photo ID or anything like that. And I remember him um, taking the the wallet off me and uh, rousing at me quite significantly that you should never look in somebody else's wallet and it's uh, private and uh, to mind your own business and all of those sorts of things. Now, I was a nosy kid. I was always the one asking questions. I was always the one sitting there interested and listening. And it was a uh, part of my, my makeup just from an interest perspective. But uh, the way my dad made me feel was that I was snooping, that uh, I was looking for something. And as a young child, uh, that sat with me for a long time because that actually wasn't my intent, but we weren't allowed to answer back. Uh, We weren't allowed to show any emotion and we certainly weren't allowed to uh, stand up for ourselves. So roll forward 30 odd years and my son is uh, going through my wallet and I looked at him and I said you're not allowed to do that that's not um, allowed you can't look at anything it's personal property you're you should have asked me if you wanted to look in it and I took the wallet off him and and he looked at me and I didn't accuse him of snooping or anything because (laughs) I've got nothing to hide (laughs) but then he his look on his face was quite hurt he was just looking So, and you know, this is the thing, it was my wallet, he's my son, it's, there's no issue with that, it would be an issue if it was somebody else's wallet, so, uh, and then, so that was what happened last year, and it was only last week, I was sitting here at my desk, and I thought, oh my god, I rousted him for something that happened to me, and, you know, now that I think of it, it was probably around the same age, and It was this huge aha moment. I had nothing to hide. My dad had loads of things to hide. 
which I only found out about uh, in the last few years. And it dawned on me that him making me feel like I was snooping and I wasn't and then not having that power of response to stand up for myself, I had inadvertently held that belief over more than three decades and then passed that on to my son through one incident. So I was able to go back to my child and say, you remember when I had a go at you for looking in my wallet? I said, you can look in it any time you want. Mummy has nothing to hide. There's nothing in there that you can't see. So if you feel like going through my wallet to look at my cards and pictures and stuff like that, you just go go, go and do what you want, but make sure it's at home so you don't drop anything on the floor. So you see, one of the things that happens, uh, and the reason why I went that long-winded story and, you know, the part A, be careful what you say to your children because of the story that you're living. Part B, as an aware adult, uh, go within to have a look at why you're saying these things to your children. There is a, a recording there, a podcast somewhere around uh, soul agreements. So that's your first and foremost. You need to go and have a solid understanding of soul agreements to uh, understand that anything that you may have said or done with your children, especially if you're a parent that's parenting from a place of awareness, that uh, the damage can be minimized or even reversed by open and honest communication based on like what I just shared there. If you are sitting there and parenting from a place of fear or, uh, you know, the story that you lived, but as you're you're seeing like patterns repeat or your it's history repeating itself and you don't want that then you get to make a, a different choice a number of times especially since my eldest child uh, has gone into a new school community listening to other children speak it's so clear that the things that the children are saying couldn't possibly come from their mouth their adult concepts their uh, points of view of uh, a grown-up and because children come with a level of innocence that when they go and repeat things and they verbatim uh, based on what parents have said, you have to sit there and uh, have a great deal of allowance for what is being said because as adults, we have the decades of uh, life and experience and like, you know, when we were kids, we couldn't wait to become a grown up. Now we get to share memes saying, I don't feel like adulting today. So it's one of those things where be careful what you say to children whose canvas is still being painted. Make sure that when you're giving them your opinion, you say, now that's just my opinion, this is what I've lived through and I'm mindful of it. Being mindful of it. One of my children is exhibiting uh, people-pleasing qualities and it's cutting me to the core because I have done so much work on people pleasing and I don't want him to grow up to be a people pleaser so rather than going into panic that he is going to be repeating history I get to put boundaries in place especially when the people pleasing involves uh, me paying a price for something I get to put the boundaries in place to help him see that he has other choices and certainly when it comes to me uh, his people pleasing with others I I won't uh, I, I will have to set a boundary to make sure that he is doing what is in his best interest and not keeping other people happy 
okay so with the the context that I speak to him about that is from a true and honest uh, experience that is from a place of love I can see what you're doing I used to do the same thing this is what happened it would break my heart for you to go through something similar how can we make this easier for you how can I build your self-esteem to be confident enough to say no thanks I just want to do this so when you are talking to children and you're disciplining them or you're educating them or you're giving them your parental wisdom make sure that it isn't coming from a place of fear because you did it and you lived through it that that means that they are going to experience the same thing our children are not us okay they might have the genetic uh, toes or ears or nose or hair or the smile but they are their own person there's another human involved in having them come here okay and their soul chose you to be their parent parents so that whatever they're going to go through through your guidance and through your awareness of being able to guide them gently you will be on a winning road for everybody okay so just again just be careful when you are parenting that you are not parenting from a place of fear because of your own story and then attaching anything that is a teaching for you that came from your parents that had a basis in something completely different to what you're living today I had a giant fear that I would have a repeated pattern with my children given that there's been uh, generations of a similar thing in my life but the one single difference the one massive difference in my life is that my husband and I have got a household that is not full of any there are no lies in our life it's the single greatest difference to know that I have genuinely broken a genetic uh, ancestral pattern in my life and my children's lives instant peace okay so I hope that that has helped or given you an aha in some way with how you are going as a parent for your children or if you're a teacher and you are teaching children you know it's a big responsibility uh, for adults to make sure that the next generation has a fair crack at the whip without the previous generations uh, fears and uh, discord you know my generation came from parents that grew up in the Vietnam War their uh, parents grew up in World War two and uh, the depression and their parents World War one and the depression as well so you know if you have just as a uh, an offshoot or a segue if you have parents that have money issues uh, think about that they grew up in wars and uh, the depression period or their parents did so their mindsets around those sorts of things and the fears that get generated with that okay so maybe that's an easier one for you to tap into it to understand how things exist uh, for each of us as we go through the generations it's why you have your gen Y your gen X you know the Millennials 
all of those sorts of things. There's different mindsets that come with living uh, with each of these generations. So that's it for this week's uh, bit of wisdom and a little bit of support. So hopefully that helps you. If you would like to provide any feedback or have any questions, you can find my Facebook page at amandafoy.official. I also uh, have the wonderful Kami group. So if you have any of those kind of issues and you want some support to uh, help you through that, there's a very affordable monthly membership fee and you get an energy session every Monday that's like your energetic vitamin pill. You have people that tell you what exercises to do and what uh, food to eat, uh, but do you have somebody that gives you uh, that beautiful multivitamin that helps keep your emotional trauma at bay and give you all of the skills and techniques to help you get through everything that life has to offer? I bet you don't. So I would love to invite you to join Kami, which you can find in the link uh, underneath this recording. So thanks again for listening and I wish you an amazing week. Until next week, bye for now.